Hey, it's Madison, the Black Eagle, and here's a highlight from today's show. Weird times. We've got book burnings in, um, where is that? Was that Tennessee? I don't know. Book burnings. And, and by the way, oh, we're, hey, Harry Potter, we're not going to have this in our house. This is nothing but witchcraft. And throw it in the fire. And then the Mormon Bible and this Bible. Yeah, we're going to throw that Bible. Book burning. Oh, and, you know, I, I guess the Wizard of Oz would be thrown in there. I mean, how I many, you, you know, this is, it, it is really hard to believe. And good morning, everybody. Our second hour of the Madison Show here. It is really hard to believe that this is 2022. And what really is, is, is really just really just pisses me off is these are young people. These are some, they, these are young people who, by the way, either educated, taught, trained, or to be this asinine. Book. Harry Potter, it's witchcraft. I'm thinking, boy, do you know how many books? And and then and then burn somebody else's Bible. I would suspect they probably throw the Quran in there too. And you can see them. You can go on a video. We, you know, it's a video of them. They're just out there, book. And and in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Um, you know, and, and, and I got to tell you, this, this is, now I'm not saying that Donald Trump started this, but this is why these, these folks are attracted to Donald Trump. And then you know that Donald Trump is enjoying this because he doesn't denounce it. He never, he does not denounce it. These are his people. He won't denounce them. One eight six six eight zero one eight two five five, and and these they, they I mean these folks have been duped. You got Donald Trump actually talking about pardoning the January six rioters, and they're going like, yeah, he's not the freaking president of the United States. This is the same one. Oh, I'll pay for your, law, your your lawyer. Didn't do that, and I'm going to pardon you. You can't pardon anybody. You're not president of the United States. Well, and and then all these duped people. Well, he will be, and when he is, well, wait a minute. Do you know how long that? Do you know how long a process that's going, that is? In other words, you're in court now. You're in court right now. So you're willing, which you're, you're willing to say, I'm going to go to jail, or if I go to jail, and it won't take the next two years to get you tried, convicted, and, and, and sentenced. Now understand that. I'm, I hope I'm explaining this well enough for y'all to understand that you can have the best defense attorney in the world. It's not going to take two more years to put your asses in jail, especially those of you who they, 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 with the new uh, video they show where y'all talking about dragging elected officials out and killing them. 
They got you. I mean, you, evidence is right there. You're, you're on screen. You're, you're looking at it. And then you're so duped. You're so duped that you, that you honestly think I can wait until Donald Trump becomes president and then still believe he'll pardon you. We live in, and, 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 and I'm not putting up with these folks. Now the question then is, um, Rogan, Joe Rogan, I'm being honest with you. I wasn't familiar with him. Never heard one of his and podcast. Not that I have avoided. Just, just, just had listening to other things. And now he he says what even the clip that he heard he said was wrong. I was wrong. And is he doing this because Spotify might just say, you know what? We're going to snatch this um, contract. And let me tell you, contracts have been snatched for a lot less. Look what happened with, you know, Whoopi Goldberg. She's suspended. And I'm assuming that's without pay. One eight six six eight zero one eight two five five. And Joe, Spotify has removed content of others previously. When they took over, uh, you know, book these catalogs, mm-hmm. they removed uh, conspiracy theorist Alex Jones and Proud Boys founder Gavin McInnes. Oh, there you go. Of course, they faced a wave of backlash from but, their but they angry still fans, did it. but they did it. Of course, you get backlash. And they're saying, you know, they're, this article says they're not likely to do it with Rogan. Uh, Why? Because, because he's got such a following. It because of so numbers. Much money. Because yep. of numbers. Cha-ching. Let's get it started. Oh, by the way, uh, I'm not going uh, to. I'll do it. I was going to say there's a guy who wants to come on and talk about the truckers in Canada. Screw them. I guess Donald Trump and Donald Trump supporting them. That's why I would go ahead. It's in the news, you know, mandate protest, Canada. I mean, you know, I'll get I'll get to that. I'll take I'll take <clears throat> Dominic now calling from Canada. I am I am not one of their supporters. I want you to know up front, Dominic, but uh, but go ahead. <laughs> you got you got it. Go ahead. Welcome. <laughs> Good morning, Joe. How are you doing? I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're not a supporter of um, uh, the truckers. I just want to get your opinion with uh, Trump supporting them. We're trying to quell the, not necessarily the rebellion, but with Trump support, it's kind of fueled these radicals. Really? Continue causing havoc. Yeah. Why do Why do people in? Okay. Here's my opinion. Here's my thought, Dominic. Why do Why are truckers? Why do truckers in Canada give a flying? You know what? About a twice a defeated president of the United States. I mean, only because he's a celebrity, I guess. Twice impeached. You're absolutely correct. 
I mean, I mean, oh, that's their hero. Their hero is a twice impeached president, defeated, who, um, who, by the way, lies to his own people about being vaccinated. You know, just I, I mean, and that's why I say when I, I, you know, I've been following the story that the protest is has grown. The government say it's out of control. Uh, truckers have a great deal of influence it, it, all over the world. I mean, you know, once you got the, uh, you know, you got to move stuff by, uh, by you know, with truckers. I, I give them that. And they're, by the way, God bless them. They, they're using their influence and, and power. I, I don't understand why they don't want to, number one, protect themselves with masks protect each other with masks, protect the the businesses like the restaurants they go into, the truck stops they go into, the the uh, deports where they go into. I don't understand that. All they have to do is put on a mask. What the hell is the... Now, when they're in the truck cab, that's okay. I take my mask off when I'm in the car. I don't drive with my mask on. Unless I'm, if, unless I'm in an Uber or somebody else's car. But I don't understand. You get out, you put your mask on, you go eat or you go buy whatever you buy at a truck stop or whatever. What the hell is the problem? I don't understand, Joe. It's quite a bizarre movement. And um, ironically, it's becoming very effective. And they might have to call in the military because the police don't know what to do. Well, the police are overwhelmed. I mean, you know, you're overwhelmed. But, but I'm just saying, what, what is their argument? I mean, and if they're truckers listening to me, and, and let me tell you what the big concern is. Now, this would be something they would be. They're concerned this might happen. I bet you anything. It will be repeated here in the United States, which, by the way, would add to. truckers that come from the United States to join Canada. Well, but I well, I appreciate, I understand that. I'm worried about them coming this way and coming this, not to join Canadians, but if they come this way, imagine the impact it would it would have on our economy that's already uh, being impacted by the inability to move products, which is causing inflation in a time when the economy is growing. Yeah, I put all that together, didn't I? So that that I can um, you know, so they got to nip this one in the bud. So, but what? But again, I'm, I'll take the calls since you brought it up, and but I'll take the calls. What is the issue? Why is it if you can if you're in your truck? I, and I have a son-in-law who's a trucker, and 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 he's you know, and let me tell you, the, he's vaccinated. He wears his mask. He doesn't think anything of it, and he owns his own business. I don't understand it. What is the problem? All you do is just get, you know, you have your mask with you. When you go into a truck stop or wherever you go, when you drop it off, wear your mask. The irony is, Joe, this is spiking up the cases, so it's kind of having an adverse effect. Yes, 
It's spiking up. The, it, look, you know, 900,000 people. We you know we're closing in on a million people. 900,000 people have died from this terrible, because of this uh, pandemic. And yesterday, I was watching a 60-minute uh, segment about how the nurses and the doctors of finally... Thank you, 60 Minutes. Thank you, CBS. Finally, really brought home just how horrible, how if you come down with that virus and have to be, you know, go into the hospital, if you haven't seen it, please, folks, use your smart device, handheld device or whatever, and, and, and go see what these they, what 60 minutes did yesterday this was not this was not a fantasy these nurses they i mean doctors and the and and the pain that these people were going through and the and most of the people most of the people who are dying and zipping up body bags they've got folks all over the place in hallways or unvaccinated. And those folks who are unvaccinated are the ones who won't wear a mask. one 801 8255 Randy, Georgia. Uh, good morning, Joe. I'm a trucker in the, uh, in the U.S. And uh, I support what they're doing in Canada. They're going to start one here in the U.S. and California, and it's going to go to Washington, D.C. It's already getting formed already. They're already in the works to get it done. But uh, I got all my vaccines. I got all three, all three, my two and my booster. But uh, I don't support wearing a mask. I never have. Um, I haven't wore a mask since the thing started. I just don't believe the masks do any good, and I don't believe in government mandates telling people that they have to wear a mask. I just don't believe in it, Joe. And I'll support the convoy. Now, let me ask you, if you go to the hospital, mm-hmm. and and let's say you have, uh, for whatever reason, some type of medical procedure. Okay. And a doctor doesn't wear a mask no let me let me no no let me ask you this why do you think that why am i arguing with you the doctor doesn't wear a mask would that bother you well they wear a surgical mask joe that's a different kind of mask but these cloth masks aren't doing any good well that's why i mean i mean i don't i'm not arguing that point i'm not arguing that point and you may have a point that's why I don't wear cloth masks for that. Now they they do they do some good, but I'm not going to fight you on that one. But that's why that's why they're telling you the masks that I wear now and the ones that the doctors do wear are these. What is it? K nine. K nine. Yeah, N ninety. They are mm-hmm. effective. Right. But 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 here's the point. And here's why your argument to me doesn't hold water. If if no mask means that you have no barrier, none. That's like that's okay. like saying. Let me give you an example. You cut your hand, 
and mm-hmm. you, 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 what first thing you want to do is put a Band-Aid on it. And, and so right. it is like a Band-Aid because it keeps some bacteria out. Right. Right. That's, that's it. Thank you. I'm glad you agree with me. It keeps yep, some. Ma- it, 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 wait a minute. I'm not finished. And it, it keeps some bacteria out so you don't do what? Get infected. And so, so if, if you come in contact with somebody who has the virus and you don't have any barrier whatsoever, you potentially could be infecting other people. Okay. Okay. All right. I did well, gave I, you my I, best I... argument. Okay. And that's the point. What do you mean? Okay. It's not okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's the point it's not okay should should medical professional nurses doctors who don't want to be vaccinated be limited to only treat those who don't want to be vaccinated that's another issue <laughs> but but let me stick with the mask we're, we're, that's another uh, issue yes but but when you go into a hospital this caller who well, i'm gonna be with him i'm gonna be with him if you go in the hospital, every nurse is not wearing a surgical mask. You know, they're not wearing I, and he can And I would argue, you know, the cough mask, they say, is not effective at 100%. But, but let me tell you, if you've been in the hospital lately, nurse, all nurses aren't wearing surgical masks. They're wearing, they, they, they but this is what's, <laughs> anyway. One eight six six eight zero one eight two five five twenty after I'm Madison here on Sirius XM Urban View. Joe Joe Rogan. I I'm I now 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 oh here 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 is do you have it, Daryl? Now let me see if it came through yet. Hold on. Yes, I do. All right. This is what the caller in the last hour was talking about related to Joe Rogan and the N-word. And this person came and said, you know what, once I heard Richard Pryor's explanation, uh, that's when I said, I don't care what context it's in. I'm not, put, I'm, no, uh-uh. Here, here's, the, here's what he was referring to. This was a Richard Pryor uh, routine. Play it and then go straight to the uh, break. It's nice to have pride about your shit. I went home to the motherland, and everybody should go home to Africa. Everybody, especially black people. <clears throat> really, man, there is so much to see there for the eye and the heart of the black people. Because white people, you'll go there and you get ideas. Well, that's where the black people in America should be, walking around with sticks. <laughs> you'll get the wrong idea. <laughs> but, man, you go, I went to the motherland and my roots, right? 700 million black people, not one of them motherfuckers knew me. I looked in every phone book in Africa. I didn't find one goddamn. I saw one familiar name, Jabo Walker. I called that up, they say he's in Arizona. One thing I got out of it was magic I'd like to share with you, you know, it's like I was leaving and I was sitting in the hotel, and a voice said to me, he said, look around, what do you see? And 
I said, I see all colors of people doing everything, you know. And the voice said, do you see any niggas? I said, no. I said, you know why? Because there aren't any. And it hit me like a shot, man. I started crying and shit. I was sitting there. I said, yeah, I've been here three weeks. I haven't even said it. I haven't even thought it. And it made me say, oh, my God, I've been wrong. I've been wrong. I got to regroup my shit. I mean, I said, I ain't going to never call another black man nigga. You know, because we never was no niggas. That's a word that's used to describe our own wretchedness. And we perpetuate it now because it's dead. That word's dead. We men and women, we come from... We come from the first people on the earth. <laughs> you know, the first people on the earth were black people. Because anthropologists, white anthropologists, so the white people go, that could be true, you know. Yeah, Dr. Leakey and them found people remains five million years ago in Africa. You know them motherfuckers didn't speak French. So black people, we the first people had thought, right? We's the first one to say, where the fuck am I? And how do you get to Detroit? <laughs> so you can take it for what it's worth. I know, like, I ain't, I'm just talking about my feelings about, and I don't want them hip white people coming to me, calling me no nigga or telling me nigga jokes. I don't like it. I'm just telling you, it's uncomfortable to me. I don't like it when black people say it to me. I really don't no more. It's nothing. It don't mean nothing. So I love y'all, and you take that with you. I guess y'all say it. <laughs> and you know what I caught with my third ear? I don't want any of these hip white folk coming up to me. Joe Rogan? See, Joe Rogan thought it was hip. He thought he was being hip. Interesting. That's what that, that that's what that caller was talking about. Oh, I well, how well I remember that. You also you remember you know what else I remember during the conversation we would have on talk radio. I wonder how long that's going to last with Richard. Oh yeah, we used to have that conversation. But but listen, but it's so poignant what he's saying. Man, I. Every, I mean, it's like, it, like he said, it struck me. Where I don't see any. I've been over here in Africa, and the mother, I haven't even thought it. So the question, the the point is, in what context is it okay? That's a rhetorical question. One eight six six eight zero one eight two five five. Now you, I brought up the truckers. Now here they freaking come. And I'm not going to let you get off with about the protest and the mask because I'm going to ask you about what Richard Pryor said. I'm going to ask you about what Joe Rogan said. 26 after the hour. Because quite candidly, I think your protest is stupid. I think your protest is stupid. I think it's nothing more than once again politicizing Wearing a mask, it, it doesn't do you any harm. You don't have to wear it while you're driving. 
It's just bullshit. And if you still want to call in and support, it's bullshit. And you know it. But you don't care. And that's what that caller from Georgia said. I, I, I'm going to be on the convoy when it comes to Washington. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I'm, you know, I'm, you know, but the mask is different. The surgeons wear, in other words, there's a reason they wear the mask. It's to keep the spread of bacteria. There's a reason folks around the country, around the world wear a mask. That's why they're wearing them in the Olympics. Jive ass people. I mean, it's BS. They're wearing it in the, because, this, because we are in a pandemic, because 900,000 people have died and you're not one of them. And if your ass ends up in the hospital, it, I, I tell you, if I, if I were in charge, I'd send you home. Your ass will die at home without the use of a ventilator. I mean, it's ridiculous. Oh, I can't wear a mask. Why? Because I just don't want to. Just quit, you know, quit. Why don't you quit bullshitting and just say it? I don't want to. I don't care. It's not going to kill me. I just don't want to. You can't make me. The government can't make me. Well, you and you are a fucking truck driver. The government makes your ass do a whole lot of shit you don't want to do. Now, shut the you know what up. And you know it. Or you wouldn't be driving a truck. one 801 And the reason we're going through all of this with Joe Rogan is because of numbers. That's the only reason. And if Joe Rogan is getting paid $100 million, it's no, uh, you can imagine what the company's making. You can imagine... But, you know, let me tell you, if this thing keeps moving the way it's moving, they're going to lose more money than they're going to make. But, you know, the question is, Joe Rogan, try, see, Joe Rogan admits it. I was trying to be hip. You know, I'm hanging out with Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock, and I was just trying to be hip. But then, you know, Richard Pryor said something. You know, man, there's no, there's, there's no context. There is no context for this word. 30 after the hour here on Sirius XM Urban View. So what do you teach your, your children? Just what I said. There's no context. That's what you teach them. Don't, don't let me hear you say it. Don't let me hear you say it. Don't let me hear you say it. How many, how many of you would teach your children that? One eight six six. One eight six six eight zero one. Talk. Let me go to the phones. Uh, John from Pennsylvania, uh, thirty-five after. Go ahead, John. Hi, Mister Madison. How are you today and the crew? We're we're doing great. Outstanding. Hey, uh, I'm not saying I support or don't support. I'm just letting you know. Because well, that doesn't help us. If, I mean, that, that doesn't help us. What if it comes us. to yeah. the United States? I'm just calling to let you know that it is come to the United States. They have it scheduled. Well, for no, wait a, if, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Listen, 
if it comes to, I'm not a supporter, or the one thing, or the, but if it comes to the United States, you didn't finish the sentence, then you said it is coming to the United States. So, you know, you got to start over. Are you or are you not a supporter of this protest? And, and, and that's all I'm asking, because it sounds like you're saying if it comes to the United States, you are or you are not going to join them. I'm a comedy driver. I'm going to do what I got to do to keep my job. Like wear a mask. I'm not an owner-operator. Okay, I understand. Well, I do that, that anyway. Thank you. I, you know, I do that anyway. I mean, my so why? So last, all right, uh, again, I, I listen, listen, listen. Good, I got that. Yes, I understand that. So listen. So why? The, what's the protest about? I guess from what I'm hearing, it's about being told by a bunch of elected bureaucrats that we have to wear a mask and we have you to have do to this. do a lot. Excuse me. You have to do a lot of shit that bureaucrats tell you to that. do. Yeah, I know you That's do. Fair. That's why I'm, I'm not repeating it to you. We're not, it's just not the two of us talking. You understand that? No, so I understand you, that. Yeah. So, I mean, that's what's so crazy about it. Oh, we don't want a, a bunch of government officials, bureaucrats, telling us what to do. Hell, they tell you when to sleep. They tell you, that's come on now. Oh, that's a fact. <laughs> I mean, that's what's so crazy about it. They tell you how you many miles you. They tell you how many miles you can drive. Was that Nick? I was saying. I wonder if he's wearing a seatbelt right now. Thank you. <laughs> like, come I mean, on. give me a break, Jay from Ohio. Yes, thanks for taking my call, Mr. Madison. Thank you. Uh, just like your last caller talking about this protest and spreading and people telling people what to do. Like when we were young, I'm sure you remember, your mom used to always tell you when you're out there running around playing, when you come to that front door, take your shoes off. Because when you step in something and then you bring it all in the house, now you got it tracked everywhere and you got to clean it up. They give you a bucket with some warm uh, water. I got and all that, man. Get to the point. This is not evening talk. The, God, the, my God. The point is, um, yeah. you know, about how this, everybody not wearing a mask and they let Trump just go all over the country and spread all that stuff. And now the Republican Party, now they're going to have to get a bucket and clean it up. All right. one Michael from Michigan. And, and by the way, the Republican, uh, the Republican Party is starting their, this what they call circular firing squad. I mean, it, and, and it is happening. But go, go ahead, Michael, from Michigan. Yes, I cross the Canadian border six days a week, and I am against what they're doing. Every time I cross the border and I see these idiots with that damn, okay, I don't want to insult nobody. Every time I see these people with the Freedom Convoy, I just shake my head because I was vaccinated almost a year ago, like in April of last year. I, I knew this was going to come, and I'm for vaccinations. I'm for wearing masks, and I wish we would start reinstating mandates in the United States in stores because I'm tired of seeing people walking around, coughing in the store, in the gas station, no mask on. They're looking at me like I'm crazy because I am wearing a mask. That's why this stuff keeps spreading. I've got eight relatives now total that I know of that have caught it. Thank God they're all still alive. But people need to just stop being yeah. hard-headed and do what needs to be no, done. They, they, it's, not even, it's, it's not even being hard-headed. They're there. First of all, I'm going to say it, and I don't give a rat's ass about whether they think. Look, first of all, 
don't give me this, we don't want bureaucrats and, and government mandate. Every trucker listening to me knows damn well you got all kind of mandates. And, that, and how did they come about? It wasn't, the, and many of you protested that these, these uh, bureaucrats get involved. You protested how many hours you wanted to work. You protested the things that you wanted them to do. And in some cases, they listened to you. In some cases, you didn't get what you want. Hell, you got trucks. St- I mean, you got the wait stations. And you got to register. Yes. You can't go fly. I mean, cut the bullshit. And then somebody says yes, to you, I'll, and somebody says I'll, to you, uh, let me finish. Somebody says to you, yes, when you get out of your truck... And, and then you go engage the public. Because we have a pandemic, it's a public health issue, put the fucking mask on, get back in the truck, take it off, and go on down the road. This is bullshit. And every and, mandate that you just talked about fires the trucks is for a reason for safety. So it's like even in this mandate, it's about safety. Thank you. Your safety the public's th- thank you. The public safety and your safety. Absolutely right. Forty one after the hour. Madison with you. One eight six six eight zero one eight two five five. Joe Rogan. Oh, I apologize because I really don't want to lose this one hundred million dollar contract with Spotify. Now that's the bottom line. All of a sudden he gets religion. Got a hundred episodes, and then all of a sudden, wait a minute! All of a sudden, after all these years, after all these broadcasts, oh, I, I, I just think what I did was terrible. Oh, please forgive. The only thing he didn't do was cry. You know, that's the new defense. Oh God, I thought I was being hip. I thought I was being hip. one 801 Here with Madison. And, 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 you know, the thing that's so silly and so sad is, and then book burning. Some jack-leg minister who's burning books, children's books, witchcraft. Harry Potter, witchcraft. I, I guess, again, as I said, the Wizard of Oz. What, hey, it had witches in it. There was the good witch, and then there was mean Irvine, Aveline, or whatever, huh? Eveline. Eveline. Yeah, that is in the Wiz. Oh, well. <laughs> we'll continue here with Madison on Sirius XM. Let me go to the phones. I, I mean... Um, Let's see here. Um, Dennis from Georgia. Good morning, Dennis. 50 after the hour. Go ahead. Good morning, Mr. Joe, and good morning to the crew. Uh, I'm a truck driver. I've been trucking uh, over 26 years. And you always say, Mr. Joe, listen with preferred ear. Most of the callers that agree with what's going on in Canada, I wonder would they shut this country down for voters right. You know, we truck drivers got a lot of power. And and what I've been hearing is, uh, to be honest with you, Joe, what I've been really hearing is uh, people getting on the line this morning say they support 
uh, this shutdown, and you rightly describe it like you're a truck driver yourself. I mean, we got things out here I don't want to do, but I have to do it to keep a job. I just yeah. many things size the, size the uh, scale houses. We got to do physical. I'll I give you one example. I, I got high blood. I'm a hypertension. So I must take a $125 physical every year. And that's a mandate. I, mean, I must do it. And it's a, a mandate. mandate. And, and by the way, that's put it. into place by folks who you voted for, which goes back to the point about protecting your vote. That, look, this, this is why I'm going I'm to make these truckers eat their words, you know, and then to sit up there, oh, I'm getting a mask. They're giving these masks away free. I mean, th- that, no, wait a minute. This is what's so crazy. You can get a vaccine free. You don't even have to pay for the fucking vaccine. You don't have to pay for the booster. And, th- and then they say, well, all, and by the way, you don't even have to pay for the test. Oh, by the way, you don't even have to pay for the, the mask. Now, what the hell is your problem? I mean, and then, oh, but you got to pay for this when you're a trucker. You got to pay for that license when you're a trucker. You got to pay for this equipment when you're a trucker. And let it, look, look, this is all it boils down to. I don't want you telling me what to do. Bullshit. You know, just BS. Let's go to Dwayne from New Jersey. You're on with Madison. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Joe. Yeah, I'm against this here uh, bullshit with these uh, Canadians uh, talking about the mandate. The other day, uh, I was listening to one of the right wings, and, you know, they should be talking about, if they want to be pissed off, they should be pissed off about the Republicans not uh, signing a bill for the Build Back Better plan. You know, these roads. Yeah, to help improve these roads and these bridges that are collapsing. Right. And, and, that's what they should be doing. You know, they're Republicans. They're not uh, didn't sign the bill. And not only that, it affects the breakdowns of your truck. It affects your body. You know, so protest that. You know, you, you want better roads. That's all I got to say, Joe. Um, uh, John from Michigan. Hello. Yes, John. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm a retired truck driver. And I'm just so sick of these man children. Uh, you all have already said all the stuff that I wanted to say about the mandates that we that we were already under as truck drivers. And the people that these folks are listening to, these people are vaccinated and they wearing masks. I just want to say that. That's all. Just- Omar from Virginia about Joe Rogan. Go ahead, Omar. Hey, hey, Joe. I just wanted to say with uh, Joe Rogan is that. He has like pretty much like the sweetest deal in podcasts as far as revenue, where Spotify basically bought into him, and there has a licensing agreement. He's not going to be silenced. That's the how his deal is structured. Uh, I just wish that when things that he says are controversial, when he say the N word, will have a more stronger positive impact on, like when you talk about. Whippy Goldberg, how she got suspended for when she was talking about the Holocaust, and you know it stopped her writing her tracks. When you and it's not the same on both sides. No, it's not. No, and 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 again, I'm not. Trust me, I'm 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 glad it isn't. No, when I'm not when I say I'm glad it isn't, I am. I don't hold it against folk 
who demand respect. I do not hold it against right. people who demand respect for the right things and 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 fight those who want to uh who want to maintain derogatory language because that's really what this is about look when i use when i mention about the k word i i know exactly why you don't hear comedians and it's not part of the entertainment i knew exactly why they made michael jackson uh redo the master because they're not putting up with that shit that's why Exactly. They know. They know the impact. They know the consequences. They know the origin. We and we're and we're not putting up with it. And you know what? I so, stand with them. I wish more. Mo- I wish more of us would quit making excuses for for uh, keeping the word alive all these years. Richard Pryor was on target. That's why I played it. That's why I played it. But go ahead. You, you want to, before I go to a break, I got a minute. Yeah, I was going to ask you a question in, in, your opinion, in your opinion. What would it take for somebody of a Joe Rogan to say something like that or somebody that's in, that has a platform and says the N-word compared to somebody that says or talks about the Jewish community I don't understand your question. I don't. I don't understand your question. What would it? What? Uh, in your what? What would it take to be able to not be able to say the N word, have a negative effect on that person, get them to lose their job? I really don't understand what you're trying to. What would it take? I only have ten seconds. Let me let me come back after the break. What would it take? It would take us sticking together and doing it. That's what it would take. We'll continue. Dr. Laura Cheever is the Associate Administrator of the Health Resources and Services Administration. And I I got a a request, and I'm so glad someone reached out to us, uh, Dr. Cheever, um, about to discuss Black HIV AIDS Awareness Day, and and I got to tell you, it's like it's like we haven't really talked about it a lot. I I see all kinds of, of ads on television as it relates to prescriptions and and that type of thing. Um, it, it, well, tell me what the significance of it. Why is it important that it stay on our radar? Yes, so uh, we do uh, use February 7th today to mark the annual observance of National Black HIV Awareness Day because the HIV epidemic has not gone away just because we've stopped talking about it. Um, And so we use this day to really increase awareness about testing, community involvement, and treatment among African-American community in particular because African-Americans are so disproportionately impacted by HIV in the U.S. And But it's always been that way. Have we not made inroads? 
Yes, so we have made inroads. Um, the overall number of uh, new infections uh, did decline by about 8% in the last five years. Um, but still, when we look at the data, in uh, 2019, African Americans represented 13% uh, of the U.S. population, but 40% of the people with HIV. Wow. So it's only wow. gotten uh, some of the disparities around who is at risk for HIV and who's getting new infections have actually increased over time. Now, now once again, and, and I'm, I'm making notes. I'll tell you why. I've got to give a speech about health care. And, and, and but would you give me those statistics again and as yeah, it so, relates to infection? Yeah, so this is from the CDC in 2019. Blacks and African Americans represented 13% of the U.S. population, but 40% of people with HIV. Wow. And yeah. is uh, it be yeah. is it because of of a lack of education? Is it because people are careless? What are the the reasons? Uh, yes. So I think there are several. First is um, African Americans, as we've seen with the COVID pandemic, have less access to health care compared to white populations in the United States. Um, so that's a major factor. African Americans uh, often are unaware they have HIV infection. About one in eight people with HIV in this country do not know they have it. And so they're not taking actions to take care of themselves or to protect other people. Also, we know HIV stigma is really common among people with HIV and negatively impacts their ability to access care and their quality of life. And for African Americans, um, when you um, combine that, that place of HIV stigma with incredible homophobia that exists in the communities in the United States and underlying racism and discrimination, people find themselves at an intersection of those three, and it can pose um, big barriers to actually getting the care people need. And 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 in terms of, of 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 what of how we deal with it, like what this pandemic we're going through now, you know, they're they're free, you know, free injections, they're free masks, they're free tests. Is there anything or any program similar to that as it relates to HIV/AIDS? So that's a great question. I work for the Ryan White HIV/AIDS program which is a federal program that sends funds to city and state health departments and community-based organizations to make sure that people that don't have the means to get HIV care on their own um, can access it through this program at, at either for free or at very low cost. So there is a program, if, if, if anyone listening knows someone with HIV who thinks they can't afford to get HIV care and treatment, they need to look at the Ryan White HIV AIDS program in their area. Okay, and you can go online to, to get that information. Absolutely. You can go okay. to hab.hrsa.gov and put in your zip code and find HIV care and treatment near you. I will make sure that that gets on our uh, social media platforms. Um, now, let me ask, again, another question that comes to mind. Is, is there any particular age group? that is impacted more by HIV-AIDS? Yes. So um, in this country, HIV, for one, is, uh, is really an uh, epidemic that impacts um, uh, gay men in particular and younger gay men. So um, we're really we're talking about people in their early 20s and 30s um, who are at greatest risk of acquiring HIV. 
And, and the challenge with that is that now we have all sorts of mechanisms that can reduce the risk of someone acquiring HIV. If someone is at high risk uh, because of their behaviors, they can be put on a medicine that's often just one pill once a day and prevent HIV infection. So no one needs to get infected in this country. Really? So one pill, it, I mean, it used to be years ago when, when I, it used to be, remember those days? You do, of course. Cocktails. You mean there were these. Oh, absolutely. Oh, my God. They were these expensive cocktails. And so now uh, the, the doctors, the researchers have got it down to one pill a day. Is that pill expensive? Yes. So for HIV treatment, people uh, who are newly diagnosed can be started on one pill once a day that has little or no side effects. The pills are pretty expensive, as are a lot of medications in this country. But once again, the Ryan White HIV AIDS program can help people afford to pay for those medicines if they don't have insurance. And if they do have insurance, it may be able to help them with copays and deductibles to make sure that everyone with HIV can get onto treatment they can afford today. And 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 who who are who should be tested um uh, and i know that may seem like a silly question is it the sexually active people um you know what i'm saying if, yes, if you're not sexually active do i need to be going to the doctor i mean i'm i'm at a certain age with uh, prostate issues but should should uh, i mean should this be a standard practice? Maybe everybody ought to be tested? Yeah, so the CDC recommends that everyone between the ages of 13 and 64 get tested for HIV at least once as part of their routine health care. But there are some people that are at greater risk. About uh, one in six uh, gay men are at risk for HIV in their lifetime, and that's actually one in two African-American gay and bisexual men are at risk. Um, For African-American Women, about one in 48 African American women, will get HIV in their lifetime, and it's not that they're at, uh, you know, that their behaviors are are significantly different than white people, but that they're living in a community that has much higher rates of HIV. So, if a woman is going to have three or four lifetime partners, sexual partners, if she's living in a community with a lot of HIV, there's a much greater chance she can acquire HIV even with, uh, you know, a low number mm-hmm. of lifetime partners compared to someone living in a community that doesn't have a lot of HIV. So the other, yeah, Mm -hmm. just one more thing I want to add is that for people who go to their doctor, they think, oh, I've been tested because I went to my doctor for my checkup. Not true. Most uh, doctors in this country are not testing regularly for HIV the way that they need to. And that's why we have you on to to talk about this, doctor. I, I so appreciate, first of all, your organization bringing this to our attention um, so today is Black HIV AIDS Awareness Day, and uh, and again we'll put all of this, Doctor Achiever, uh, on our social media. And thank you so much. I even I've got more questions, but I'll definitely have you back at another time. Great. Well, thanks so much, and I encourage everyone to get tested, and if uh, and if you have HIV, to get on treatment. There you go. Thank you so much. God bless. You can listen to yours truly, Madison, the Black Eagle, live every Monday through Friday on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.